Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. Hi, Bert. What's occurring? What's occurring, Bert? It's uh, been a while. It's been a little while. This is yeah. I've been. Uh, I've had a few substitutions, haven't I? But uh, I'm back in the game, mate. Here I am. Yeah, good to see you. Um, I'm on a massage table. First time I've done this pod holding a mic like this. But uh, yeah, how uh, productive? Um, go on. Efficient with our time, aren't we? No, go on. Well, how was how was my step-ins then? How was Swifty and uh, Wout? They were good, but you could tell that they haven't done um, however many episodes we've done together. They just didn't have the chemistry, you know what I mean? They didn't flow as much. You know, I kind of had to be more of a host and get it out of them. Yeah. They were a bit nervous, you know? Um, amateurs, basically. Yeah, fucking amateurs. But, uh, yeah, got the A-team back together now. <laughs> but um, Before we get going... What the pod that I did with Swifty, I was on about this um, other jersey that was like the midway point of the stage. It was like a GC for the midway. Had you heard of that before? No, no. Is that is that brand new this year? Or no, no, no. It's not this year. It was um, like back in the day. Because I, I was on the bus this morning. So I was like, oh, I'll have a look at this. Googled it, and it was it was called the Intergiro, and Magnus Baxter. I was like, I'm sure he won it, and he did in 2003, and the last time they had it. That jersey, it was two thousand five. So there's a blue jersey for that, and there's a sprint halfway through every stage. No, not a sprint. Basically, just GC, but instead of being at the finish line every day, it's halfway. Wow! So it's like a breakaway jersey almost. They should bring that back. Uh, Yeah, that's class. Class, I like that. And you actually get a jersey for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Fabrizio Guidi, who, um, because we were talking about if I was racing with anyone's dad, so basically if I'd been in the same team or raced with a person and then racing with their son now, and I was like, oh, Greedy must be pretty old. Googled him and uh, I think he's 48 or 49. So for sure, if he had a, a son that was half decent and turned pro, I could have raced with him. But um, Did you come up with any? Because I can think of one you would have raced with, father and son. I uh, didn't think of any, no. We were trying to think of ones, if there was any that I would be in the same team as, but there was none of that. But Zarbles. Do you race Eric Zarbel? Ah, yeah. Uh, when did he retire? I don't know. Mate, 2010? Nine? Oh, then for sure then, yeah. yeah. I think you'd have raced with both Zarbles. Yeah, and there was somebody else that we were looking into as well. Oh, Eric Decker, because I think his son or his nephew's here. And we were like, oh, who's going to win the stage today? Stage two. And um, Dupluski said, so-and-so Decker. And I was like, everyone actually was like, who the hell is Boris Becker? Like, we started <laughs> calling him Boris Becker because I didn't know his name. And uh, <laughs> no disrespect to him, by the way, if he's listening. 
but I just hadn't heard of him. And uh, yeah, it turns out he's Decker's like son. He said Eric Decker. I think it's and, his son. Uh, yeah, I googled it, and he's yeah. He retired in 2006, so when I started oh. in 2007, so that wasn't one. But yeah, yeah. he's a good rider, that David Decker. But uh, yeah. there must be someone else, mate. There must be. There must be a few. Yeah. But I was in the, on the in the stage today as well. I went past Ulysses for UAE, and I was like, oh. I, how many Giro's have you done now? And this is his 11th. And I was like, who else is there? And I was trying to think of any other... There's no old riders here, really. There's such young teams. Like Jumbo are all young, UAE. The only one's Pozzavivo, who's done 17. What? But he's he's an anomaly. This is... Uh, that could be one for the listeners. There's, they must know. There's got to be someone out there, father and son, who G's race with. There's got to be plenty, in fact. Yeah, it must be a good so, view. But let's uh, but, um, let's dive into the ins and outs of stage one and two of the Giro in just a minute. Be thou still my strength and strength and Radio sports fans, welcome back. I'll start with talking about myself and why I'm not at the Giro. I mean, first of all, I wasn't 100% selected. There was a selection process to go through. So it wasn't that it was a guarantee anyway. And um, there's plenty of good boys there who uh, could have easily taken my place. But my mum passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, She'd been battling cancer for three and a half years. Sadly lost the battle and had the funeral on Thursday just gone. So the way it was, we kind of made the call um, two, three weeks ago now. Just my head wasn't in it. Um, Cut a long story short, my head wasn't in it. I called Rod, who's... um, you know, the, the, the gaffer, the boss. I told him, for, you know, first time in my career, really, that I just I just folded. Um, yeah, she was battling a battle. You could see it was coming to an end and uh, that it was going to coincide with the Giro. And I just said, mate, I'm out. I'm bowing out. So that was that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I might not have gone anyway with the strength of the team. So yeah, I kind of had a bit of time off the bike. Um but back in Monaco now, get my shit together and just, uh, I don't know what's next. Um, unlikely to be the tour, to be honest. But um, yeah, set myself some new goals, some different goals, races that I probably wouldn't have done in previous years with my schedule. So yeah, with every shit thing that happens, there might be something good to come out of it, some different races and what have you. So that's my 10 pence worth of why I'm not there. But anyway, moving on. How was stage? Should we talk about the prologue first? How was it, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, before we go on, all the boys have been asking as well about you. But I was, um, they didn't want to keep bombarding you with text, so they were coming to me like I was your, like, I don't know, your spokesperson or something. But uh-huh. everyone, everyone's behind you anyway, though, mate. So there's more to life than riding the bike in there. But looking forward to getting back with you. Cheers, mate. Prologue, it was, uh, what was it, 17k or so flat, and then um, uphill finish, um, 2k or so. I went out a bit too hard. I went out to try to, um, well, be right up there basically on on the pace to sort of not win because I didn't go out as quick as bloody Remco went, but (laughs) to be sort of there or thereabouts on the podium, but... Yeah, I was a bit legless at the end, but I was still half decent. It's just I was a bit frustrated at the end because 
well, I'm used to just being a bit higher up in, in TTs, you know, when I'm at my best. But that's kind of like what I expected really coming into it. You were ninth, weren't you? So, uh, you were ninth. Ninth, yeah. 12 seconds behind Roglic, 26 behind Almeida. So, yeah, it's, it's a decent start. And uh, Bateo did a real good ride. He was third. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think he was third and did a great ride after his grumpy interview. <laughs> Gr- grumpy Teo. Yeah, he's, he's a bit... He's he's a he's a special guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I didn't. He, they were saying like the, apparently the interviewer asked him, "Oh, you seem sad. Why are you sad?" And uh, he was like, "I can't remember what he said." Now he almost told him to like f off or something. But I was like, "Have you watched it?" No, oh, mate, I'll, I'll it send now. it to you. I oh, I laughed. It was great. But, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I said, um, "You might be excited, but I'm not. It's only stage one, something like that." I was chuckling to myself. Anyway, oh, yeah, God. go on, carry on, Teo. He's a funny old boy. No, I think the, the talk of the, the days, obviously. Um, no, he wasn't third, he was fourth. Garner was second, wasn't he? I forgot about Garner. Um, but Garner was obviously was, a pre-race yeah. favourite. Yeah, I made a third. And, uh, but I kind of, in our little chat with Swifty, I kind of said, oh, Remco's, you know, the danger one for this. I think he's the only one that can beat Garner. And holy smokes, he didn't half beat him, did he? Like... Little bastard. That was that was sick. The little bastard. The little bastard strikes again. Yeah, I think that was that was one of the most impressive rides I've seen, actually, or certainly TTs for a while. Like to demolish Garner, he he averaged. How much do you think he averaged for twenty minutes in that TT? Uh, people, Garner averaged four hundred and sixty-nine watts. It was over 500, mate. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I'm like a donkey and a uh, racehorse in this sport nowadays. It's unbelievable. But I was sat next to him in the calf. Like, we stopped the day before. We did a recon and stopped in the calf for a little coffee after. And I was sat next to him. And honestly, mate, like, he has two of my legs in one of his. He's got four of my legs. No wonder he can put out that power. He's riding around with four legs. Yeah, well, five. <laughs> five? <laughs> <laughs> Got one between his legs as well, didn't he? <laughs> but he's just an absolute beast. But then, yeah, the, the Remco's ride was was phenomenal to just 15 seconds, I think he was, quicker than him on the flat. And um, I think for 16K, basically 10 miles for everyone in the UK, old money, um, I think I was close to 17 minutes. Christ, when you say it like when you say it like that, I'm a bit of an old school British money. Seventeen for a ten. Yeah. And then after to go up a climb at the end. Yeah, and Remco was like about thirty seconds quicker than me as well. Which is wow. ridiculous. He he averaged fifty eight point seven, so I'm sure you could work out what he did for a ten. Yeah. But it's rapid. Fifty eight point seven with a climb at the end. Uh I think that was just that a was flat fifty eight point seven. Jesus yeah. Luke, do your homework. But, <laughs> but there's a few corners as well it wasn't like it was just like one straight you know but um so it was just like a 10 like a 10 you might do a roundabout might you and go back the other way yeah at least you get a few lorries sort of flying past you in a 10 as well but not like the um, not like the old a470 is it oh that was a roadman's 10 wasn't it yeah. that was that was an hard 10 that was i got the course record there boy did you hang on you want about the nah, i don't believe it mate the one um uh up to cowbridge yeah Got the course record, mate. Oh, and now, now the the course 
is gone because there's traffic lights on it, so they had to stop it. I, I, I was pro with Sky, to be fair. I think it was a first year pro. So I kind of <laughs> should get it, shouldn't I? You should do, to be fair. One second, I've got to take my T-shirt off and get my back done now. Hey. Life of luxury, yeah? Fucking hell, look at the shape on you. Lean, lean you are, boy. Always oh, putting his headphones in. Don't cut this, George. This is oh, quality. Mate, yeah. I'm a goddess here, mate. Look at that body. Yeah. Hang on. You just call, you just refer to yourself as a goddess. When you say God, you just refer to yourself as a chick. Hang on. Hang on let's not get into this with what you can and can't say these days. Geraint, if you want to be a goddess. Yeah. If you want to be a goddess, you crack exactly. on. You crack Let on, me sir. be what I want yeah, to be, sorry, son. sorry. Geraint the goddess. I got, I got shot down uh, for court saying that. Uh, oh, before I forget, before... Um, we move on. The Pluska's been spreading the word as well. I was speaking to um Oh shit, how do you pronounce his name now? Var Ver he's George, if you can Google it now, number eight for quick step. Vark Varaka Lewis Varaka. Lewis Varaka. Varaka. Varuka on your foot something like that, yeah. Yeah, Varuka Varaka. He listens to the pod now because um the plus recommended it to him and uh he said he loved it. I was like, oh, what, what's the best episode? He's like, oh, the Flanders one. That was hilarious. Ah, Lewis boy. Vivek. Lewis Veruca. Bazooka that Veruca. <laughs> Remember that advert? <laughs> yeah. Mate, every, every time you went to Main D and went to the swimming pool, you'd come in with six Verucas on your foot, wouldn't you? Fucking grim in there, <laughs> wasn't it? And then you'd have to go and buy a pack of Bazooka the Veruca. <laughs> uh, but yeah so we got some Belgian fans though so yeah cheers boys yeah uh, anyway move on stage two nothing happened oh it was great it was like old school stage mate it was like going back 15 years we rolled over the start line five boys rolled off nobody else moved everyone kept talking proper old school Italian race bloody lovely it was mate I sat at um, down at the gym and we went for a roast, but I didn't do a roast. But anyway, I was with your wife and son all day. We had the boys there and we, the TV was on for pretty much the whole stage. And yeah, it looked exactly like that. Proper chilled. I was thinking, that's my scene, that is. Wish I was there. Be having a good chin wag, <laughs> swapping feedbacks with different boys. Then I came home, watched the finale and I thought, it just, you know when it looks hectic, then you know it's really hectic. Yeah. And that last... Because people think big roads are better, but big roads, everyone can move. Small roads, you kind of... Oh, it's horrible, yeah. Where you are is where you are. I just look like... And a head crosswind. One big washing machine. And no one could stay where they were. Like, you guys came to yeah, the front and, and it's just like you're sprinting and then, boom, okay, later, another team over the top. It looked, yeah, hectic. Yeah, to be fair, our boys went way too hard. I saw 7K to go. And they both blown their load. And I was like, oh God, here we go. And then um, on the radio, we heard from seven, from four to three K to go. It was a narrow section. And I was just like, I think I, think I was next to Teo at the time. And we was like, well, that's ideal, isn't it? Because obviously if anything happens after three K crash or puncher, you get the same time as the group you're in. Sure enough, um, we're a bit out of position, but thinking, oh yeah, we're okay. Like, you know, 30, 20, 30 back. Big old crash. Um, I was just fully on the anchors on the right. Matt saw a gap, managed to go through, was pretty much stopped anyway. And then, you know, you just see the group then, like, 
100 meters up the road and you're like oh, gotta shit, get there three and a half k to gotta go get here. there yeah gotta get there Ghana came past me and mate I don't think I've tried that hard this year just to hold his wheel I'm telling you now for 30 seconds I was I almost had to just drop what? I was like I, I can't hold this wheel anymore I really hope we catch this group because I'm going to absolutely blow to pieces in a minute. I reckon you were sat on about... But we got there. You were sat on about Hopefully. three centimetres of your saddle, weren't you? You were like, Geraint <laughs> yeah. Thomas fully just... inserted, yeah. <laughs> and I was just full-on team pursuit mode. I was just staring at his back wheel. Like, if he had to break or move, I would have gone straight into the back of, like, <laughs> the car or hole or whatever it was. I was... I could not... Oh, my God. See, I was watching... Oh, he's a freak, mate. Old five-leg Ghana. Absolute yeah. freak. Five leg people, mate. I was watching it, and I could see you were on the right, like just behind Trek, and then the crash happened on the right. Yeah, but it only showed the frontal view, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like that would be that's prime real estate for G. Like he was right in the where you'd expect the crash to be, <laughs> and then a bit later it showed yeah. an aerial footage, and I could just see a couple of Trek jerseys, but like I couldn't work out if one of them, you know, from the aerial was you. And then it popped the overhead again, back to the peloton. I could see fully inserted Geraint in the mix. <laughs> well, mate, I thought, I thought, uh, no, like, just, just no, can't be. But yeah, hey ho. Yeah, and just with it being so steady all day, you know what it's like. It's like if you go out for a ride, you do two hours easy. This is anyone now, even people listen to this back home. And then suddenly, just before you get home, you just think, I'm going to do one kilometer, full bunter now, and just sprint and keep sprinting for a K. Jesus Christ, it hurts. Yeah. That's what it was like. Yeah. But um, luckily, Ghana got me back. Teo, unfortunately, was um, didn't make the split. So so your GC leader if now? That interview, if that interviewer had gone and interviewed him, oh, yeah, that's me now, yeah, that's yeah. it. You, you, yeah, yeah, I've seen you move from now. ninth to sixth, and he moved from fourth to seventh. So that's it now, really, isn't it? Uh, you got yeah. another domestique? Yeah, that's it. Sorry, Teo. On the front, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's, um, yeah, he lost, I don't know what it was, 15, 20 seconds or something, but... 19. Um, 19. Um, done my research. You know, sod all over this type of race in that last that last week, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you took... Be, obviously, it's still, it's, it's disappointing because you don't want it to happen, and it, you know, ideally, yeah, but... That's what Grand Tour racing is, isn't it? It's like so many ups and downs. Like nothing's ever smooth. So yeah, I mean the thing is, G. Like you know, you got 19 seconds. You might be excited, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm talking from a tail point of view because he's obviously, um, yeah, he was a bit angry. It would have been good if that interviewer went and interviewed him after that as well. Oh, I'm just doing. I'm just doing. I'm just doing the pot, mate. Um, yeah, like you say, it's yeah, it's a splash in the ocean over a three-week race. But you know, it's like these little things can add up and make a difference between top five podium win. It, you know, we've seen it happen. And uh, but the most important thing, and if you lose a handful of seconds, okay, it's just staying on your bike, isn't it? That's what really buckles you. So better than losing a handful of skin. Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. Not exact, and uh, at least not many guys actually went down. Like it looked bad, caused a split, but. I mean, three, four guys, wasn't it? So, yeah. Speedy recovery, boys. Battle on. Yeah, and Cav, Cav, I saw him on the floor. So, oh. hopefully, he's all right. But, um, I've got to give a shout out to the winner, actually. Milan from uh, 
what's his face Bahrain yeah he was one of my picks actually I thought he would have a decent chance and then obviously with all the the main sprinters on the deck he obviously won and then what's his name bloody De Pluska's Boris Becker was second fancy that but yeah Boris Becker second yeah yeah fair one it was um, so what was going to say be interesting to see what have you seen how the crash was caused well I had a brief look then before we came on and it looked like it was a bit of a flick in the line and then the DSM rider kind of just didn't seem to anticipate it and kind of rode into the flick almost and then two of them went down and narrow road it just pretty much boom it blocks it yeah. so don't want to blame anyone it's kind of one of those things but yeah no I think yeah it's just one of them with three and a half K to go it's just twitchy and it and yeah shit for those guys who went down or those guys who missed out on the stage but here's um, here's a question for you will Cav win a stage yeah as long as he's alright after today I think he will because I think there's not many sprinters here we're having a look on the start line like um, Groves from Alperson yeah um, Boris obviously <laughs> Boris uh, Trek with um, what's his face Mads World champ, ex world champ, Mads, yeah. And then obviously Cav. And then Gaviria. it's not really yeah. then it's just strong guys like oh Gaviria, yeah. But yeah, it's like it's it's wide open, isn't it? Like keep guys like Bling on a hard day, like tomorrow for instance, there's a couple of climbs towards the end. For sure they'll try and make it hard, I think, or trek to get rid of like some of the pure fast guys. Which would be better for you if it thinks Yeah, if it just make it a out. bit definitely, yeah. Just have a bit of tiredness in some of the legs because like today everyone's there for any fresh legs everyone thinks they can you know win the sprint so yeah that'll, that'll definitely help settle the, the peloton down um, yeah and it's like it's yeah. even if you get rid of 50 guys like it's 170 even if it comes together 120 you do feel a difference in the peloton because a lot of them 50 guys and yeah. the bigger guys and the sprinters and it is it is nice even to- if like they don't even get dropped but it just means there's a bit of fatigue in everyone and like it's not as much of a washing machine it's more of a a low spin cycle you know what I mean yeah rather than a full bunter bloody 1200 spin <laughs> that's the one yeah I reckon um, the only thing Cav's got against him is the lack of opportunities because there's not actually heaps of sprints but if he gets I don't know if there's five opportunities I'd back him to get one and uh yeah I'd fucking he doesn't have much of a lead out either but he's, Under, he's got an understatement of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I think never bet against Cav is my rule of thumb basically yeah I'd love, I'd he love it he always pulls it out yeah yeah he'll win a stage well yeah he'll he'll get the record in the tour as well I reckon yeah he doesn't always pull it out either but, he's got six kids <laughs> no five kids five kids I don't know, four? I don't know, five? Uh, I don't know. He's got an army. Um, right, let's take time out and uh, we'll be back in a very short minute. Be thou still my strength and strength and mate, you're good at these ads. Ad breaks, you are. Quality. Yeah, mate. Like, I'm not a I'm, I'm not Ben ads, Swift. You. I'm not Ben Swift. I'm not a Wow Pals, you know? I'm here to perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, yeah, what's the next... So you said you got a stage with a few kickers at the end tomorrow and then Tuesday stage is pretty grippy, isn't it? And Tuesday is a bit of a, a GC day, really, yeah. It's a, the climb isn't the hardest, but I think it's over 4,000 metres in the day. So it's a 
heavy all day. And there's a, I don't know, 2K, 2.5K section towards the top of the climb, like 10%, 9.5%. So definitely something can happen there. And then the top of the climb is still 3K flat to the finish, but, mate, I think there'll definitely be time caps. So um, it'll be the first glimpse of uh, who's good, yeah. really, on the climbs. But, again, it's for sure we'll, we'll, Remco's going to be there, isn't he? Those legs he had yesterday, he's going to... Oh, and he's not. And he's the type of guy he is. He's not. If he's there and he feels good, he won't race conservatively. He'll 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 send it. Like that's the type of guy he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll, you know, see where everyone else is. Um, first little showdown, but um, these are all just aperitivos, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question before we bow out and I'll put you on the spot. So for you. You finished first, second, and third in the tour. You've had all the success. Um, you know, you're the favourite to win the Giro. No, there's better, you know, on paper there's better guys. But right here, right now, what would you take in three weeks as like, you know, if I said, right, you'll finish this place, you'd be like, yeah, fucking take that. Be happy with that. What would you, what, what, what number in your head? Uh, to be honest... I'd rather go all or nothing in this now. That's probably going to be my last race for GC. So win or shit or bust, mate. Fucking hell. What an answer. You hear that here <laughs> first live on, not live. Well, we're live on what's occurring. Shit or bust. <laughs> G for the Giro. Shit or bust, yeah. All on, all on black, mate. Fucking have it, son. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's yet to be seen. But, um, you know, as I said, not the greatest start to the year, but finding the legs in there, yeah. That last week, you never know. Shit or best, mate. And if there was ever, I don't know, I'm not a GC dude, I don't really understand it all. But um, I guess if there was ever a Grand Tour to be maybe like 1% even undercooked, is this one, right? Yeah, that's what you'd think, really, with the way the Giro is. So back-ended, you, you want to be at your very best at the end, so... It just depends, you know, you don't want to be 10 minutes going down until last week, do you? But, um, Unless you're through me. Boom. See how it goes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, but, I, you know, as you say, you know, having done what I've done in the tour, it's not like I'm feeling any real pressure. It's just like, sod it, just get stuck in, see what happens, innit? Yeah. At the end of the day. What's the worst that's going to happen? Like, it's just a bike race, innit? Yeah. So, Yeah. All good. And we got Teo as well. Like Teo, I think, um, you know, me and him, we can really sort of try and do something nice together. Yeah, and I think what, but. with him, you can really bounce off each other well. They're looking at the way he's raced, well, all year really. We spoke about him on a couple of pods ago, didn't we? But, you know, he's going to be right there. Right there, like racing yeah. podium He's a good win, shout so. for Tuesday, to be fair. Yeah. He's a tight. He's got a kick, hasn't he? Not, he's got a kick. He's got a good kick. If Remco doesn't, you know, ride away, I think he can be there for sure in the mix, and he's got a good enough kick to to win that sprint. So, and who's you, who's going to win tomorrow? One pick each for tomorrow. Go on. Uh, who's going to win? This one. Bling. Yeah, that's, Matthews. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fire some names. Who else is there? 
Groves, Pedersen. Yeah, Pedersen, Pedersen. Yeah, he ain't getting dropped. Weapon, Pedersen, of course. Yeah, yeah, he's my man. Groves is a shout as well. He was, I think he was, he must have been Catalonia when I was racing with him. He was good there. He's climbing well as well. You think he's a good outside? Player. I haven't seen how hard these climbs are, but I'm going to say if if you're part of Trek or Mitchelton, they've got to go like full full on these climbs. So yeah, I don't know how hard these climbs are. I'm yeah looking in the dark a little bit, but yeah, come on, Mads boy. I think they're hard enough. Yeah, come on, Mads mate. I need to go and have some pasta now. Then think about this. Al dente. Oh, it's going to be hard. Okay. And the ammo, bye bye, pasta. <laughs> All right, Bert, well, I'll catch you in a few days. All right, cheers, Bert, ta da. All right, ta da, ciao, ciao. Ciao, oh, ciao, ciao, yeah, ciao, ciao. Place where you belong.